And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. That's right. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show with your host, Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the executive producer here of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Been with Brandon for a couple years now. Of course, the Consumer Quarterback Show has been on air for almost 10 years. We're coming up on almost 10 years of doing this, guys. So Brandon put the show together because he wanted to be a consumer advocate for you. He has a great network of professionals that he works with all the time as owner of the Platinum MVP team. So we kind of got all these folks together. They take time out of their busy day to come in and provide some information, make us a little bit smarter and help us when it comes time to be consumers out there and spend our dollars as best we can. Uh, we have a great group of uh, partners, as I mentioned. Our sponsors, also excellent. Uh, we have Clyde Smith on the show all the time. He's the manager of the Billmar Beach Resort. That's the official hotel sponsor of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please get over there to the Billmar Beach Resort. It is a very unique property. It's not like every other hotel you see over there. About 80% of all the rooms face the water. He's got a big, huge beach down there. Sloppy Joe's on, on the site uh, serving live music and food all day long. Uh, just a great place to go. Again, get away to the beach at the Bill Maher Beach Resort. That is the official hotel sponsor of the Consumer Quarterback Show. I mentioned to you that Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team. He is a realtor in the Bay Area. And even in this time of scarcity, Brandon has some properties that we're going to look at today. Johnny is our producer on the TV side. He's going to throw a few properties up for us to look at. What you got for me, John? Here's 722 Pruitt Drive in Madeira Beach. This is uh, about 1,400 square feet. It's a duplex right on the beach. He's got deep water access with a large dock, so it's a great place to live, work, and play. And you can even rent out and earn a little passive income there. It's got a 95-foot lot, so 722 Pruitt Drive if you're looking to get into the Madeira Beach area. What else you got, John? Here's one in Bel Air, 100 Oakmont Lane, Unit 611 in Bel Air. Amazing balcony views. You got in-unit laundry, minutes to the Gulf Beaches, a large community pool, family rooms, spacious bedrooms. Again, if you want to get into the Bel Air area, get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. 100 Oakmont Lane. Boy, that's a great-looking property. Don't leave money on the table. Get together with Brandon. He always has properties for you and certainly will help you find your dream home here in the Tampa Bay area. All right, I mentioned the fact that we have a great group of uh, expert contributors. On the phone with us now is Justin Morris from SemPower. What's going on out there, Justin? Oh, another day in paradise, living this beautiful sunshine state weather. Yeah, you almost forgot that uh, the summertime now. This time of year, it makes you forget all about how bad summer can be. Right, exactly. This is like <laughs> why we live here, right? Yeah, it's beautiful outside. I love it. Humidity goes away. It really changes the whole feel out there. Yeah, it's, it's a big-time game changer. Uh, you just have to watch out for these little pocket storms, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, now, you know, talking about solar, uh, you know, those pocket storms do a lot for solar systems. Explain. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, those storms will give your, basically a flash cooling to your solar system. Oh, okay. Uh, contrary to what a lot of people think, solar panels actually uh, prefer cooler temperatures, right? So they have an optimal uh, operating temperature uh, for most of them around 85 degrees. And so when that storm comes through not only does it clean the solar panels uh, but it cools them down hey you know uh it seems like most electronics fail because of heat i didn't think of that in terms of the solar world you guys got to put those things up on the roof so your install is really critical huh yeah absolutely the install becomes imperative that uh 
you know, you're doing everything the right way, that they're, you're using proper mounts, uh, that they're designed for that heat. Uh, you know, you can't use traditional, uh, just regular mounting stuff when you're mounting on top of a roof where temperatures can soar, yeah. you know, over 150 degrees on a roof on a hot day. Yeah, I'm amazed at some of the stuff that you guys pull off because uh, it's one of the things that people don't realize is that's almost an extra barrier blocking the sun off your roof. So your actual roof stays a little cooler under the panel. 100%. I've got a customer in Clay County that has an all-metal roof, and the system that we put in covers basically the entirety of the back portion of his roof. And he noticed a huge difference. Uh, He had one of those uh, temperature guns. And there was about a 25-degree difference in the ambient air temperature uh, coming off of that roof. I'm telling you, the sun is so powerful uh, when it comes to solar. But just outside, you can feel it on your skin. You know that blocking that off your roof is going to make a big difference. I've talked to guys. You know, Chuck Peterson is a great contributor here on the show. By 9 in the morning, it's hard to put your hand on a a shingle roof because it's already up there in the hundreds. 100%. I I don't know how. Honestly, I, I give huge props to our install teams. Um, I could never do that. There's just no way you would catch me. I get up there every now and again uh, during an install to take some pictures and stuff, and, man, after five minutes, I'm smoked. Yeah, it's incredible, the heat on your roof. Folks don't realize just the color of your shingles, the kind of the things on your roof really changes just a few degrees. makes a big, big difference for your uh, your, your crawl space. Now, you, don't, you guys don't have to get in there that often, but I know that's terrible in there. Yeah, they, they get up there to run the cables, so we do all of our uh, – cabling we put it through the uh attic space oh, that's right you guys have it totally there. hidden so it really looks really clean yeah. up there it looks sharp and uh you know that's such a great point that you bring up with the the panels kind of blocking the sun keeping it off your roof uh that's a huge thing yeah uh, especially here because i mean we know that uh you know if you've got a portion of roof that's just sitting in the sun Man, you're you're going to notice a huge difference in that part of the house. Yeah, it is baking out there now. Everybody, I always encourage everybody to investigate solar because it's it's the future. It's where everyone's going to go eventually. So when you, when you meet folks that are gung ho about solar and they come to you and say, "Man, I can't wait," you have to tell them, "Hey, it, it, it ha- we have to go to your property and actually inspect that, right?" Absolutely, because you know, quite honestly, not everyone's a great fit for solar. Mm. You know, there's a lot of houses right now. You know. Uh, basically, in the last 10 to 20, even 30 years, uh, you know, these architects and stuff were doing all these, these cool designs with roofs, right? Mm-hmm. And putting all these gables and things like that. Well, a lot of that stuff, you know, if you've got all these different pitches and, and things on your roof, you may not be a good uh, candidate for solar just right. because, you know, it does take some roof space. And I heard, um, I know some folks that have their heart in the in the right place when it comes to being green. They really want to do the best, but that also means they love their trees and they've planted a great amount of greenery around the home and shielding the roof with with uh, sun from these great trees that they put in. That sometimes can get in and make a problem for you. Absolutely, I can't tell you. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I've had to go to numerous customers' houses and 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 let them down and say, you know, look, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, you're just you're just not a good candidate, whether it be trees or or roof space or things like that, uh, you know, now if that is the case and you have a little piece of land, you know, say you've got a couple acres, um, maybe you're not in an HOA community, uh, you know, and you have a place where you could put those panels on the property, uh, we can absolutely do freestanding systems, um, 
Well, this is you the, know, this back is the important thing here like, to note is just that we talk a lot about consumer advocacy on the program, and we certainly want to be giving good advice. I, I think it's such a great uh, switch to hear a salesperson. You know, Justin makes his living selling solar, but he's telling you straight up, it's not for everyone. You, you, that's what I find in this game. You better be a trusted advisor. You got to have somebody that gives you advice that can really tell you what's going on because this is an investment in the future. We're talking about years, aren't we, Justin? Absolutely. I mean, you're talking about. Uh, most solar loans nowadays are 25-year loans. Now, the average life of a solar system is north of 40 years. Wow. Uh, but, uh, like, I was at a customer's house the other day. You know, they had a $300-plus electric bill. And, of course, they want to eliminate that electric bill by going solar. And, uh, quite frankly, the, the largest system we were going to be able to fit on their roof uh, was uh, about 11.5 kilowatts, which that was going to eliminate about half of their, uh, a little bit over half of their electric bill. Okay. Now, the funny thing is, they had five different quotes, okay? And most, uh, out of those five quotes, four of them had quoted them a system size that was substantially larger than that. Mm. And I'm here to tell you, the space on that roof does not support that, which, what does that mean, right? So that means that they're going to end up having panels on a portion of the roof, like a north-facing portion, that are not going to produce the way that those right. south, east, or west-facing portions are going to going So you've to, uh, got to do. be careful when you get involved in this game because they're talking a lot of technology. We're talking about uh, some pretty decent-sized numbers because you're getting rid of your power bill for years and years, but you better have a trusted advisor. And like Justin talks about, you got a lot of questions that you want answered. Uh, any salesman can come out there and say, no problem, we're going to sell you everything. Is it going to get the results that you want? That's really what you got to ask for. And when you talk about estimating production, right, Justin? Absolutely. And when you look at that, like, it's easy for me to say, you know, I can 100% eliminate a $300 electric bill. No doubt. I can, I can put in a system that can generate $300 worth of electricity. But will your roof support that? Right. You know, meaning, like, are we going to be able to get that oriented the right way to where that system is actually going to produce $300 worth of power? Now, it's easy for me to convince you that, yeah, absolutely, I can, I can do that. But knowing down in my heart that, that that's not actually capable because guess what once i've sold you right. and we install that system there's nothing you can do about it so it's imperative that you pay attention when these people are coming into your home and talking to you about this and they're not just you know saying yeah. yes 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 pushing you for a sale the first day they're there on some an item like this with so much to investigate and so many questions that's a that's a, a red flag for me right away if you're trying to push a sale in the first five minutes absolutely 100 percent. i think uh my whole method is i want to educate people and education doesn't happen overnight right that is a great, know, and i great. want people to feel good about their decision and I don't want them to wake up the next morning having buyer's remorse because they got pushed into something. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to sleep on it for a few days and come to me and, and feel really confident about their decision. That's why he's our solar guy, Justin Morris, Sam Power. Hey, Justin, tell me about the rebate. We're still going strong with the federal rebate. Yeah, 26% federal tax credit. Nice. Uh, keep in mind, if you need to replace a roof, you can bundle a roof into your solar project, thereby qualifying your roof for a 26% federal tax credit as well. Explain that just a bit. I'm not sure I heard that before. Yeah. So if, uh, let's say uh, you've got a roof that's, uh, you know, 18, 20 years old, 15 year roof originally, so you know you need to replace it. If you do that in conjunction with a solar project in the same calendar year, that is considered preparation for going solar. 
So thereby that's lumped into your solar project. So when you go to file your taxes and they say, did you make any energy improvements on your home? And you say, yes, I bought a solar system. I had to replace my roof to do it. And so now your $25,000 solar system paired with your $15,000 roof, you now can write off $40,000 and you'll get 26% back on that entire first. Man, I'm telling you, this is the kind of knowledge you have to have. That's why you get to get in touch with somebody like Justin Morris, Sam Power, because this kind of advice, this kind of knowledge is critical when you get into a sale like this. Hey, Justin, we just briefly on batteries, I know that they're constantly changing. I love the fact that you guys have the ability to connect an electric vehicle to the system. Yeah, absolutely. We include uh, an electric vehicle charging port with every install. Um, obviously, you know, we know that's a wave of the future. You know, several car manufacturers have said they will not be making combustion engines after 2030. Uh, obviously, Tesla, uh, you know, is, is sure. making huge waves on that front. I mean, so just big things happening with that. So we want to make sure you're prepared for that, even if that's something that you're not considering for the next three to five years. We want to go ahead and get that for you. And we talk about battery technology changing, and you and I just had a little discussion off air about how now most of our landscaping tools, you can find great power and real durability in these electric tools. It's just because the battery technology is getting so good. It's unreal. I mean, like we talked about, like a leaf blower, you know, you think about five, ten years ago right. when the, you know, a battery-operated leaf blower first came out, you'd have better luck just getting down there and blowing the leaves with your mouth. And, and now, you know, here you go, you got a leaf blower that's got just as much, if not in some cases, more power. Right. Than a gas power. Yeah, it's really awesome what they've done. And I was gonna, I was gonna talk a little bit about some of the other crazy devices I've seen. Solar. We, this is definitely the wave of the future, guys. Pretty soon, there, there's solar blankets and things that you can use in lieu of power if you have a power outage at your home. So we're, we're gradually pushing more resources into solar and solar development. So this is something that's going to continue down here, especially in our state with all the sunshine and all the growth. This is something that's going to be part of new builds. I just want to bring up the commercial side because there's lots of business owners that listen to the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm not sure you realize that you could eliminate. One of your biggest fixed costs in your business is your utilities. Talk about doing a commercial job, Justin. So the, that's another thing. You know, great point you bring up. So in a commercial setting, uh, not only do they qualify for that same tax credit, but they can write off all their depreciation in year one. Mm. Hey, that's a huge thing. For anyone that owns a business, they understand how big the value is in that. Let's talk about another thing with commercial electric bills, right? When you run a business, You're running a business based off of budgets, right? How hard is it to budget for an electric bill that fluctuates month to month? Right, seasonal. Well, guess what? When you put in a solar system, you're making that much more of a fixed cost. Yeah. So that's a huge thing. Much easier for you to predict something that you can kind of get a feel for what your numbers are going to be because you can involve a a definitive number when it comes to your utility costs. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're lowering the amount of that fluctuating bill, you know, even if you're not able to eliminate your electric bill altogether, you know, you're lowering the amount of that fluctuation. So instead of a 300 to $600 bill range, maybe you're down to a 50 to 120 bill range and you've got a solar system. That is great. So residential, commercial, anything you have inquiries in terms of solar, get in touch with Justin Morris, Sam Power. Justin, what's the best way for folks to get to you? And honestly, sempower.com. Okay. You can even go on there and get a free quote. It takes two seconds, and uh, and it's a great tool. So Yeah, I would encourage everybody to check out Solar and make sure you find a trusted advisor because you're going to have lots of questions when it comes to applying this technology to your specific home or your residence or whatever it might be. Thanks so much for joining us, Justin. I want to appreciate you. And anything you want to uh, mention in here in closing? 
You know, the biggest thing, I, I think I touched on this before, is uh, don't let fear of the unknown keep you from doing something that's amazing and that's going to change your future. That's right. Uh, you know, that, that's how many times do, do we let fear of the unknown cripple us from making a big decision? And then when we finally do make that decision, we find ourselves wishing we had done it years earlier. Yeah, it seems like this, that's definitely the case when it comes to solar. Thanks so much, Justin. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. All right, coming up on the Consumer Quarterback Show, we've got Alex Lima, Black Belt Fitness. We love when Alex stops by. And I'm going to tell you all about the Skyway 10K. That great event is returning. You know, it had to go away, be virtual for a little while, but it is back. And we got some information on how you can participate in the Skyway 10K. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, or ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Margie here with the Consumer Quarterback Show and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. If you're buying, selling, or investing, please give us a shot. We would love to help you. We are a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay, and you can reach us at 813-750-0550. Call or text 813-750-0550. ConsumerQB.com Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call if you're interested in any of the real estate properties you hear pitched on The Consumer Quarterback Show, or you want to get in touch with our expert contributors or any of our great sponsors. The sponsor for this segment is Golf Cart Depot. You know, all these families have golf carts now. I see them driving around. All the kids are pulling each other on skateboards. It looks like a good time, and you can get some business done if you want to get around your neighborhood and knock on doors or whatever you want to do. So check out Golf Cart Depot, man. They have a great selection, lots of models. They sell new and used. They offer financing and mobile repair. So this is really the guys to go to if you need a golf cart. Golf Cart Depot, also known as Discovery Golf Cars. Check them out online. And as I mentioned, Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team. We've got a couple of properties to look at. Johnny is our director on the TV side. He always puts up a couple of properties for me. What you got for me, John? All right, we're going to start with 11724 132nd Ave. This is in Largo. So if you want to get into Largo, he's got over an acre. Uh, this is a great income opportunity. The property is currently rented, so you've got active income already coming from this property. Perfect for builders, developers, entrepreneurs. 
minutes from Clearwater Beach. Again, in Largo, 11724, 132nd Ave. Get in touch with Brandon if you're looking to get into the Largo area. Here's one in Tampa, 4302 North Nebraska Ave. This is over 2,000 square feet. Spacious office building. So we've got a commercial opportunity for you right here. It's got a wood flooring, decorative fireplace. Got a corner lot with almost forty-five to 50,000 vehicles per day going by. We've got a billboard right on the property already. So a great commercial opportunity at 4302 North Nebraska Avenue in Tampa. Check out the Platinum MVP team. Get in touch with Brandon for all your real estate needs. Alex Lima, Black Belt Fitness is in the house. Alex, what's going on with you, man? What's up, man? How's it going? Now, I, I was getting ready. I, was, I thought you had a fight. Tell me what's going on with you uh, as far as competition goes. Yeah, so, you know, due to COVID... Um the competition scene was kind of closed for a right. long time as well as training, especially for what the kind of stuff we do. You know, when uh, traditional gyms were open, you could go back to being on treadmills and lifting weights as long as you were six Spaced feet apart. Out, yeah. You can't do that when you're doing kickboxing, jujitsu, self-defense, right. things like that. So that shut down our side of the game for a long time. But it's come, it's it's back. You know, mm-hmm. things are prominent now. They're having the giant competitions and stuff. But the one I just did was uh, back in September. That one was actually a charity event. Um oh. It was for Tap Cancer Out. Uh, we, we fundraised and, you know, we did all kinds of cool things. We rode out there. I rode out there with a couple of my guys out there. To, it was like the Orlando area. Okay. And uh, I underestimated how nicely set up, like, the venue and everything was going to be. It was at a, like, pretty decent-sized, like, sports complex. And they had the mats. It was like it had a big, like, uh, almost like Karate Kid feel to it. My guys were freaking <laughs> out because they've never seen anything like that. Right. You know, now, um, so is that, like, open, like, in wrestling? When I was a kid, you'd go to an open and there would be, if, as long as you make the weight, you could get in there. Depends on the event. Yeah, it depends on the event. So you uh, typically for things like this, you you sign up, uh, you register, you say what weight and like uh, bracket you're going to compete in. And then you show up the day we did the weigh ins the day before. Mm-hmm. So you show up weigh in the day before. And as long as you're on weight and you're who you say you are, you you know, you have your they start setting up the brackets for the do competition. Do you see guys cut as much as they do? I know for wrestling, cutting was a big thing as far as weight goes. Is that the same way in, in MMA? For MMA, yes. This was a jujitsu event. So this was submission, like grappling only. Uh-huh. Um, and grappling is a little different. Grappling, a lot, guys fight a lot closer to their natural weight. Uh, and the weight classes are a little different than what you typically see in like the MMA, like UFC and things like that. I got you. Uh, I don't think it's healthy anyway. I mean, you walk around pretty close to the same weight you compete at. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, so I've done. I'm, well, now I do. I've, I've done the extreme weight cuts. I've lost as much as like twenty pounds yeah. for for an event. Uh, I've seen guys be able to do it and get back. I mean, I wrestled with a guy that did this. He would cut, cut, cut. He would spit off two pounds, you know, and then you oh, eat, he would eat, drink yeah. a whole bar, jar of honey. Before yeah. comp- competition, he yeah. was fine, but I mean, it's not for everybody. It's not. It's and and that's an art form in itself. You have to be able to. The key to that is being able to rehydrate properly for right. for go time to be yeah. back into action. And if you don't do it correctly, you're you're gonna gas. You can be the better athlete that day, but if you didn't do the proper things to have your nutrition and your basically your gas tank back mm-hmm. back on point. You're going to deplete quickly. And I love how you have a general uh, health approach to this. You know, I, it's not just about fighting. It's about fitness. And uh, you talk a lot about diet and exercise, nutrition, all the things that go into making somebody a fighter. So when you get a new student, you don't just start out right away saying, let me see what you got. Hit me as hard as you can. No. And it's funny that you, you bring that up. I actually, uh, people come to me like that. They come to me and, and like I had a guy the other day, actually, real quick story, um, um, he told me, he goes, Hey man, you know, I, I heard you do this and that. And I'm like, yeah, cause I don't go around boasting about right, what I do. It's right. usually it's word of mouth. People are like, Hey, is it true you do this and that? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, I, um, uh, I boxed in the army and, uh, you know, we sparred a little bit, but I never got to go as hard as I wanted to. And mm-hmm. I wanted to fight. He goes, you think I could come to your gym and like, we can like, you know, we can spar, like we can go hard. And I'm like, I'd like, you have to understand what you're asking me, man. You're, 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 and I'm again, not being boastful, but you're, you're asking a multiple time state, national, and international full contact fighting champion to essentially let you come in, sign a waiver, and punch you in the face 
when you tell me that you've done a little bit of boxing and you sparred a little bit and you would just want to come in and go hard. Can't do that. <laughs> that would be the equivalent of like me saying, hey, man, you know what? I've never I, like I played a little football as a kid, but I've never been tackled by like a real lineman. You think you can set me up and like <laughs> get me to the compound to get cracked one time? Yeah, that's not ideal. It's not. It's not intelligent. But people are kind of ignorant to like how serious this stuff really is. I mean, you get hurt. You can get seriously hurt. man. Well, I'm sure there's like you said, the waivers and liability and all that stuff. Uh, but again, there's something about. I used to do this, so I think I've got the juice to, to come yeah. back. But until you get hit, you really have no idea you what really, you're getting into. You really don't. You really don't. <laughs> All right, Alex Lima is in the house. We're going to talk a lot more when we come back from this break. I got that feel-good story for you. I'm encouraging everybody to check out the Skyway 10K. Really cool event, really cool location. And I think you, you might not even notice your tire jogging if you're running across the Skyway. So it, it helps you have that visual stimulation. And don't forget about Tampa's best career fair coming up. Brandon's got it Wednesday, October 20th, 6 to 8. Register on Eventbrite at the Largo Event Center. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay online at consumerqb.com that's right consumerqb.com is a great resource for all our audience we want you to go there and check out our expert contributors and our great sponsors just like replenish ivy solutions the sponsor for this segment steve and lisa gunnan have been longtime friends of the consumer quarterback show you know they've got this really cool business model where you can go right to one of their locations and get rehydrated with one of these iv drips or they can come directly to you at your home or workplace so get in touch with replenish ivy solutions this is a time when everybody's concerned about their immunity and the strength of their body well replenish ivy solutions is all about that check them out online replenish ivy solutions and of course brandon has the platinum mvp team we're going to check out one more property johnny what do you got 6012 south russell is that what we're going to look at let's see what that is here it is in tampa like i said 6012 south russell We've got 2,900 square feet, a four-bedroom, three-bath, custom-built home. Boy, in the Ballast Point community, we got a nine-foot, nine-inch ceilings, covered porches, travertine floors, wrought iron staircase, three extremely large walk-in closets. So this is really a sharp property in Tampa, 6012 South Russell Street. Get in touch with Brandon. Don't leave money on the table. All right, before we were uh, took the break, I, I mentioned that Alex Lima's in the house, and we were talking a lot about uh, fighting and, and how people get ready to fight and so on. Uh, we mentioned that he shared a story about a guy who came in and just thought they were going to throw down right away. <laughs> and it, and it, it made me think about pain tolerance with athletes. You know, uh, football, just like a lot of contact sports, uh, kids are all gung-ho. And then you get out on the field, and, and the pain tolerance aspect of it tends to weed out the amount of kids that are enjoying it. So I can imagine in your sport, man, it's really fun, and it seems like I'm going to be a martial artist, and then I get hit or kicked. <laughs> Talk about that first exposure to that pain tolerance thing. Yeah, I mean, it's fun until it's not. You know, <laughs> um, It's something that you... You either have it or you don't to an extent. You know, your it's mental fortitude being able to because that's really the, the the key of what you're trying to. Um, one of the keys that you're trying to develop through the training of actual martial arts and even through football, like right. real tough con- uh, contact sports. 
is your ability to face adversity when you're tired, when you're hurting, when you want to throw up, when you're in pain. Can you keep fighting? Can you keep pressing forward to win? Yeah. You know, that mind over matter concept of it's I'm uncomfortable uh, and so is he. Which of us is going to give in first? Yeah, it's, it's the only difference is typically like, you know, and I love all sports, but like in football or basketball or soccer, like a guy gets tired, he can kind of like dial it back a little bit and he's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. leave it up to the rest of the team. But in fighting, you start dialing it back, yeah. you're going to get knocked out. You're going to get choked out. You're going to get hurt. You know? Yeah, I've, I found that in, in wrestling is exhausting. That's my only closest uh, parallel to what you do. Well, it's a martial art, right? Yeah. I consider wrestling a martial art. I consider and, boxing a martial art. And I was in good shape. I was, an, I was, you know, I was an athlete my whole life, but man, there's nothing uh, more fatiguing than that on the mat in locked in uh, wrestling for an a minute or two, you are suddenly out of air. Yeah. Uh, so actually, Brandon came through. We, uh, we had a couple guys on uh, this past Saturday. We were doing some training, and we ended up doing what we call rolling, which is kind of like our live, like wrestling, wrestling live. And, uh, you know, we, we especially starting off, we do five-minute rounds. So it's five minutes. Mm, so, you know, it's just, a long time. Just going. It's a long, five minutes feels like an eternity <laughs> when, you're, when you're tired. But sometimes we have, like, where you would just go live, set no timer, go for 45 minutes, and just see how long you can go. Man. Yeah. I tell you, like I said, you can run and you can jog and you can do things and think that you're in great shape. That's a different kind of different. muscular endurance, or I don't know what it is, but it definitely taxes your cardiovascular system. It is. It's different. You can't you can't really train for it like you can. Like you, you know, sprints is going to get you in shape for sprints. Long distance running gets you in shape for long distance running. That type of like just how dynamic it is be- between having your cardio, uh, short endurance, long endurance, uh, static holding of your your muscle contractions, right. explosiveness. You know, sl- it, it, it's it's full body involvement slow twitch fast twitch muscle fibers heart lungs your mind everything is going at once it's incredible i had a guy tell me that he was able to strike harder when when he was more flexible when he was not weight lifting and bulk he felt like i was more flexible and could generate more whip and more uh with my legs and arms for kicking is flexibility really a big deal i think that probably has more to do with uh being more relaxed because if you're more flexible you can be more relaxed when you're tense you're slow Right. And, and people, there's a misconception. People think because you're bigger and stronger, you're going to hit harder. It's not right. about that. It's, it's, it's velocity. It's how much speed and torque can you generate in a short amount of time. Yeah. That's why you take like a, whatever, take like a bodybuilder, like a Jay Cutler or something like that and have him hit a punching bag, like as hard as he can. He's going to have bad technique. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he right. boxes. Right, right, I don't know. Right. But then you take a Manny Pacquiao and you put him to hit that same thing. And he's a lot smaller. Right. Pacquiao's going to hit harder because he can generate more torque and velocity. It's about torque. Yeah, there's a science behind this stuff. It's it's not always about just being big and nasty and jump ripping someone's head off. There's an old uh, saying in the in the martial arts world, the fight world, where it's like uh, if if size and strength mattered, the uh, elephant would be the king of the jungle. (laughs) I love this story. I I always bring this up with you. This training of the shin. Okay, so everyone has. hit stub their toe or bang their shin and they know the incredible striking pain that that causes these guys are actually smashing their shin on purpose to develop pain tolerance and i guess bone density yeah you kill the you kill the nerve endings you know or you or you deaden them you know by by repetitive hitting of hard targets or with sticks or coke bottles or something and then, uh, yeah, you know, as, as bones break and heal, typically if, you know, if they heal correctly or, you know, we're chipping away, we're making micro fractures. And as long as your, your nutrition, supplementation wow. recovery is right, you're building like a calcium deposit over that bone. So it's almost like you're building a shield over your bones. Oh, my goodness. Now, people yeah. talk about Ronnie Lott, the football player, and his act of toughness by cutting the tip of his, his finger was smashed. And rather than waiting for it to heal, he just amputated the tip of it to continue playing. But I defy you to smash your shin into a solid metal object like a parking meter and <laughs> act like that didn't hurt. Just because. <laughs> just because. You know, it's not for a million dollar payday. It's, it's just because. So you can throw harder kicks, you know. 
All right, uh, Alex, anybody in the Tampa Bay area coming up in the MMA world? You know, Florida has a lot of great athletes. We compete Olympically in a lot of different things. And, of course, football is a great uh, resource for all the, na- all the schools in the nation come down here to look for athletes. Have you seen anybody really come into the MMA world or, or martial arts that has a real Florida background that looks like they might be someone? Oh, all over, man. We're, we're actually, we're like a, almost like a fight capital. Okay. You know, we have, um, you know, lots of prominent gyms in the areas and fighters. Uh, really good friends of mine that I train with are uh, one of my uh, friends and uh, like jiu-jitsu coach of mine that I I work with is a uh, Dan Martinez and uh he's the uh he well he they just did the event again but he was the middleweight combat uh jiu-jitsu champion of the world really yeah uh we have lots of guys that have made the Abu Dhabi trials and for those that aren't familiar the Abu Dhabi so the sport that we do especially like submission wrestling there's it's not in the Olympics there's no Olympics for it the equivalent would be the Abu Dhabi okay so to make that you're like you're the cream cream of the crop and if you win that in the absolute division where there's no weight classes you're you're basically the baddest grappler on the planet for that time frame now, uh, when you talk about Florida, is it Miami? Is it Orlando? Tampa? Do you guys have competitions? Where? Do, how does it? Is there a network of guys that get together? Yeah, all around. I mean, there's got there's you know Miami's got a got a good fight scene um, uh, in that area, like that Sanford area, you know, South mm-hmm. Florida. Uh, Tampa's got some studs. We got guys that are in the UFC and all those big organizations. Um, Orlando's got got a good amount, but uh, Tampa, and Miami, really has a, a a huge melting pot of, of of incredible athletes and martial artists. I am amazed at how this sport has become so mainstream i mean i i remember the kimbo slice thing it was like a crazy uh, internet sensation He's a local guy in miami yeah. guy yeah. everybody's like who is this and what's this yeah. all about and is this and then when you saw him you thought well who's gonna t- he's gonna kill everyone and then somebody with just skills that not even his side didn't look half the half as intimidating yeah and that was the end of kimbo slice well when he was doing the backyard fighting yeah, well, yeah when he was that, and i think that was the awakening for him that was like man there's more out there and i think that you know after especially when you win for so long it's hard to stay on top so you, oh, yeah. you almost need something to shake you up. What's impressive to me is like a like a Tom Brady, how he stays so like hmm. always wanting to win after being on top for so long. Like that's very difficult to maintain. Oh, it's so hard. The the mindset, you know, when I was in coaching with college kids, their focus, they just take so little to distract them. It's just a girl, a call or this or that. And their mind is somewhere else to that for that guy to keep not only himself, but at a group of 60 men. Oh yeah, uh, working in the same oh, direction. He's an amazing leader. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I, I hear you. Like he wakes up at like four in the morning just to watch tape. Still till this day, and he's like the best. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah. a dedication, a commitment that you see out of the best all the time. That's what makes them the best is they will do what others won't. You know? I thought you know I was not a guy who was down on Jameis. I, I thought Jameis was a hard worker. He showed up early. He was a leader. He just said the right things, and he was in there early and often. And he was the team leader of that team. But Tom Brady uh, has fear. He generates respect when, almost to the fear level. They played New Orleans in the first game of the playoffs last year. There's, it was empty because of COVID. Yeah. So you could hear all the conversation that's going on. Uh, the first drive of the game, Tom Brady, hard count, gets the defensive lineman to jump off sides. However, he doesn't get a free play because his offensive lineman moved and the play mm-hmm. was blown dead. Tom Brady screams, what are we doing? And yeah. you could see a 360-pound man shudder like a dog that was in a shelter yeah. that had been someone raised a newspaper yeah. he, he shook in fear i thought man that's when you know you got everybody going the same direction those guys want to win so bad for you they're scared to lose for you that's what it is it's like a sink or swim thing so like when you're in the presence of greatness like that you you want to rise to that occasion you want to be on that level you don't want to let him down you, know, <laughs> yeah. you want to be part of that that victory train that is amazing. All right. I know you do some great charity work. You, we've been on the show talking about Cuba. you got things with kids. What's going on, Alex? 
Yeah, just uh, out here trying to see whatever opportunities we can participate in. Like I said, we did that uh, that charity event that was uh, that was for cancer. You know, uh, me personally, especially being a smaller scale like training studio, you know, we raised almost a thousand dollars for the, mm. for this event and for these people, and that went to kids cancer foundations. It gets dist- distributed amongst different organizations to right. fight against cancer. Um, and yeah, you know, I also work as a paramedic, so I'm still in the fight against COVID and everything else. So. And any, anything on the Cuba front as far as videos or conversations or any information? Not really. It's kind of unfortunately. You know, it's whatever's popular in the media at the moment. Mm -hmm. So that kind of stuff is kind of being overshadowed, but it's still going on. You know, the people are still oppressed and they're still fighting for their lives and need need goods and materials always. All right. So anybody out there who's interested in in getting together with Alex with training or talking about fitness or martial arts, what's the best way to get to you, Alex? Uh, You can call me 813-426-1588 or you can just Google me and look me up. We're not hard to find. Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts Club. And that Black Belt underscore Jitsu. That's the Instagram. Uh, we got the YouTube channel and the podcast going on, which is uh, which is amazing. We just filmed the second episode of that. Or I'm sorry, released the second episode of that. The third okay. one's filming now. So lots going on. Alex Lima, Black Belt Fitness. Thanks so much for coming in, Alex. Hey, always a pleasure, brother. All right, when we come back, we got Shane Sokash from David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin, and I'm going to tell you all about that Skyway event and Tampa Bay's best career fairs coming up on Wednesday, October 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show. Show hosted by my friend Brandon Ryan. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call if you want to check out any of our properties that you hear pitched on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Of course, our expert contributors as well, or our sponsors like Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving company of the Consumer Quarterback Show. These guys, uh, they go local and long distance. They've really gone out of their way to become the official moving sponsor. They moved Brandon himself personally into his 
new home. So Brothers Easy Moving, that's who you want to call, local or long distance. Check them out online. Lots of great five-star reviews. Brothers Easy Moving, again, the official moving sponsor of the Consumer Quarterback Show. And I've got a feel-good story for you. You know, the Skyway is a great uh, piece of architecture in our in our area here. And they held this uh, 10K race on this. It's really cool venue to go for a run. The fifth annual Skyway 10K is scheduled to be held in person this year on Sunday, March 6, 2022. And as always, 100% of registration fees will benefit Armed Forces Family Foundation. So the registration for the 22 uh, Skyway 10K is based on a lottery process. Hopeful runners need to register and get in line at skyway10k.com for the opportunity to participate. And uh, if you participated virtually last year, you have priority registration for this year. Uh, VIP registration costs about 300 bucks a person. You have access to free food and drinks, the restrooms, gaming area. They give you some swag, and they transport you on your bus from Tropicana Field to the Skyway and back. You know, last year, the virtual Skyway 10K raised over $134,000 for the Armed Forces Family Foundation. And to date, more than $1.8 million has been raised by the Skyway 10K. So really cool event, encouraging everybody to check it out. And you may run farther when you don't notice that your, uh, you know, your mind is distracted by the, the height there. Pretty soon you'll be running right along. You won't even notice. Notice it. All right. One of our great expert contributors that I love having on the show is Shane Socash from David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin because I keep thinking on one of these days I'm going to find a rare coin or a, a gem or, or a piece of jewelry somewhere and I'm going to run in there and he's going to say, yep, that you can retire now. Did that happen this week with anyone, uh, Shane? Didn't have a single person that retired after visiting us. <laughs> you know, we, I read a story in the uh, news about a lady who went to... Uh, I guess it's a, it's a gem field. It's a place where you can hunt for gems as a recreation device, much like you'd go to a blueberry farm or a strawberry farm to pick, and she found a diamond. Is that is that possible? Is that something that actually goes on? Yeah, that's in Arkansas. I've been there. Uh, that's uh, one of the few places in the world, potentially the only place, where you're allowed to go to an actual live diamond mine uh, and kind of mine your own diamonds and keep what you find. Uh, it's it's pretty unusual to have that. It's uh, I believe it's a state or national park, mm-hmm. um, and it has been, I mean, people, are, you know, it's something that people do on the weekends there, and uh, it's really been picked over over the years, but like some significant and diamonds have come out yeah. of that uh, place, including this one that you're speaking of recently. Well, first of all, I'm I'm such a novice that I'm looking for this shiny, perfect diamond ring on the ground or something like that. I imagine it looks like a piece of mud. Well, so no, it would look pretty unique. It would look like a, a clear or a yellowish uh, or brownish crystal, uh, kind of typically octahedral shaped. Uh, you you would know it if you if you dug it out of the ground. It it would look different than a rock or a piece of mud. Well, when you talk about all the certified uh, gemologists that you have on your staff over there, those folks are ready to see. They can kind of see things that we don't see in terms of cut and color and all that. But in in terms of like pyrite and fool's gold and all that, I can imagine the average person has a hard time distinguishing what is real and what is not. Yeah, so that's a big part of what we do every day. You know, uh, people come in with their shopping bags, their public shopping bags, or their uh, jewelry box or purse, and they unload a, a bunch of stuff. Someone close to them passed away, or they've... Oh, the years. It, there he is. And we'll uh, go through and sort it. Sometimes they literally put down a piece of iron pyrite on right. the case and it's like no so that's that is you know what they refer to as fool's gold but um almost always we find something in there shane have you ever had the circumstance where a a family comes in with something they know is very valuable because they bought this ring themselves and it turns out they bought a fake 
so yes, definitely have had that happen. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. I'd like to think the industry is mostly solid, uh, so it's pretty rare that it does happen. Sometimes I think it's also misunderstanding. You know, Grandma thought this was real, mm. um, and it, you know, Grandpa might have bought it for her and not disclosed the <laughs> fact that it was costume. I see. Yeah, I can imagine that happens quite a bit. That's why having a. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit about your gemologists. What a great job they do. Yeah, so we have three full-time GIA graduate gemologists, uh, which is, again, the highest kind of uh, level you can get in our industry. Uh, We have three of them here, and then we've got several people who have, you know, uh, achieved lower uh, levels of that as well. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's what we do. We The science behind gemstones and and gold and that type of thing. Now, you also are able to distinguish among coins and you can think about coins international coins we even talked a little bit about uh treasure recovered doubloons and whatnot from uh cormorants or or treasure that's buried i mean you guys have seen some unusual coins come through there we've had some fantastic coins you know six-figure coins pass through our store at different times um and yeah we uh we can differentiate lots of fakes of those over the years manufactured too and uh you know that the person that studies that is called a numismatist and we have two numismatists on our team um, as well as you know we've got great uh, uh, resources outside of our store too Uh, one of our recent hires is someone who actually worked for the grading service for paper money Uh, so he's very knowledgeable on collectible US paper money so in terms of what makes a a regular coin valuable it could be what it's constructed of or it could be a unique construction issue like there was a a blemish or something that made that coin unique is that right Yeah, so the thing you see most would be uh, rare varieties and then exceptional condition. Uh, And then what you're referring to is something that's uh, referred to as an error, something that uh, was a problem that happened at the mint and the coin made it out anyway. Uh, You know, the mint tries to keep a tight, run a tight ship and not allow uh, uh, problem coins to get out. And when they do get out, um, they can be worth a little bit to a lot, depending, you know, on, on what they are. Shane, you know, in my, in my head, I pictured almost the cartoon truck of a, a bag with a dollar sign on it and gold coins in it. How do, how do the people move valuable coins in and out of your store or, or stones, that kind of thing? Is there an armored vehicle? Like, uh, yeah, let's say armored vehicles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to advertise. No, I understand. Uh, yeah. But it just like, occurs to me that how wild it would be to have somebody pulling up, you know, essentially it's a bag of rocks. Um, you know, uh, it's a tricky, you know, so like people bring the stuff in just mm-hmm. the way you'd bring anything else in. <laughs> and, uh, and, and luckily, uh, we've got great surveillance and, and we have very little trouble. In fact, we have zero trouble. So let's yeah. keep it that way. Now I can imagine just, just the idea that someone thinks they've found, discovered a treasure trove. You know, these, these guys go to these, uh, warehouses and try to buy back old storage units and hopefully they're going to find some rings or jewelry. Yeah. We see lots of those guys. They they make their way through our store regularly. Boy, I imagine if a, if a ring is over a hundred years old, it's very difficult to tell what it's constructed of. No, no, no. You we can tell. Uh, silver looks a certain way. Platinum looks a certain way. Gold looks a certain way. Uh, and then we also have testing methods uh, to figure it out. Even over, has there been any new uh, jewelry composed of any new minerals or elements that is a, a, a different you know style that you guys had to have to learn? Sure. 
Sure, yeah. You like you probably have heard the alternative metals now. Lots of men uh, are wearing titanium bands or t- tungsten bands. Stainless steel is another thing that we see regularly. It's all stuff that has very little residual value, unlike the gold and platinum and, and silver that we're used to. Right. So it's not typically something that we would re you know re rebuy or you know if they brought it into us. But we can tell what it is. Sure. Now we always talk about uh, investors that are looking to maybe buy uh, precious metals as a way of fleshing out their portfolio, kind of adding some different things. What have you seen in terms of the values holding in any of those stones or or, uh, minerals? Uh, so, so specifically gold, silver, and platinum, it's kind of, for the most part, in a holding pattern. Um, we, uh, again, we're selling, you know, I've been here for 21 years, uh, personally, um, and, and, you know, we are selling exceptional amounts. People have concern right. about, uh, uh, the financial stability of the dollar and the, these types of things. Um, and so we are selling lots of it, but its value is just kind of lay it's just kind of sitting there is that traditional shane that it's less volatile than than other currencies uh honestly like the reality is is that commodities are are typically more volatile okay um so it is your it is a risk you know and like i like i've said in the past i don't want to see people putting all of their money into gold or silver or platinum um but uh, there could be, uh, I think that it's a reasonable gamble to put some, some percentage of your net nest egg into something you can hold. That's right. And you actually, uh, they take ownership, physical ownership of it at your store. That's exactly right. Talk yeah. a little bit about your store location for me, Shane. Uh, we've been here on the corner of Central Avenue and 40th Street in St. Petersburg uh, since uh, 1981, in on Central Avenue since 1971. Wow. So about 50 years in one spot. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we've got a great reputation. You know, if you take a look at our reviews online, uh, generally we do a lot right. So. All right. So if you're out there and you think you've got something valuable or you're just looking for a custom jewelry piece, Shane and his guys build all kinds of incredible jewelry. So how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way to do it, Shane? Uh, so stop down corner of Central Avenue and 40th Street in St. Pete. Uh, they can contact us through our website, davidreynoldsjewelryandcoin.com. Uh, you know, pretty much Google us. We're there. Shane Sokash, David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin. Thanks so much for stopping by the show today, Shane. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Well, we've had a great show today. I want to thank everybody for coming in. We had Justin Morris from Sem Power and Alex Lima from Black Belt Fitness. Of course, Shane just David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin. I want to encourage everybody to check out our website. And of course, don't miss Tampa Bay's Best Career Fair on Wednesday, October 20th from 6 to 8. And I want to encourage all you folks to go to YouTube, search Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show, watch some of these videos, get acquainted with our sponsors and our great expert contributors because this is the Consumer Quarterback. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.